Pod People. Relax. Welcome to Ghost Honey's Dream Machine. Greetings, gentle listeners. Do you ever sleep? When you sleep, do you sometimes dream? Then, congratulations, you're at the right place. If maybe you don't sleep or dream, then don't worry. You can still stay. If you have a dream you would like to send in and have me read on the podcast, you can send it in to me through the link I have in my bio across all my social media platforms. It can be a short dream, a long dream, a happy dream or sad dream, or a downright incoherent, wildly weird fever dream that has been haunting you for years. I love them all. Alrighty, this first dream comes in from Fig. Great name. When I was 12, I had this dream that stuck with me for a long time. I was a space pirate captain and had this jolly crew of cyborg pirates working with me. We went on many exciting adventures, but this particular day was very slow. The dark purple space sea speckled with little glowing stars was calm and there were no treasures to be found. Then we came upon an island. This island had a beach of seagrass and trees that looked like glowing mushrooms. It was quite nice. Then a mermaid swam out to my ship. We made eye contact and she said, would you like a sea glass ring? And of course, me being the ring collector I am, said yes. So she gave me a ring, but this ring was not ordinary. As soon as I put the ring on, she jumped out of the water and her tail became feet. She did a little skip and a hop and explained that when I wear this ring, she could walk on land. Or space, I guess. So then we obviously had a dance party. With sea shanties and great rhythms, we danced the night away. Soon, the mermaid and I fell in love and we settled down on a small space farm raising space cows and lobsters. Then, I woke up. Whew, Fig. Um, That was kind of a lot of pressure for the mermaid to put on a stranger, you know, but I'm glad that it worked out and you fell in love and started a family together on a farm. I'm also curious, if you hear this on the podcast, uh, what space cows and space lobsters look like. Are they a special breed of cows and lobsters, or are they just cows and lobsters floating around in space with little tiny space helmets on? I would love to know more. Our next dream comes from Miel. This is one of my favorite dreams I have ever had. It features, in a starring role, my tiny brindled pug demon, Pussy Anne Marie, the love of my life for the past 15 and a half years and counting. <laughs> Oh, oh, Miel. (laughs) If anything happens to Poozie, I'm going to lose it and quit the podcast forever. In the dream, I am an amalgamation of various famous media witches. I might even have some green skin going on. 
I am in the clearing of a forest where a little town is built and I'm surrounded by my family and townsfolk. I do not like the vibe here. Something is about to happen. An intervention? A burning at the stake? As nonchalantly as I can say, uh, I gotta grab something from my room. My room is obviously at the top of a tall tower and I book it up the stairs. I know they are suspicious down below, so I speed pack some essentials. I grab my broom that has a milk crate tied to the back for Poozy, and we take off full speed through the window, flying away from our problems. As we fly over the forest, Pooz and I start deep les style processing about how she feels infantilized by the way I treat her, and how she feels like she has no autonomy trapped in the basket on the back of the broom. Ugh. I start weeping and get really vulnerable and admit how scared I am of her leaving me if I let her have her own freedom of movement. She assures me that she won't take off on me and I fashion for her a magic sack made from cheesecloth that ties under her chin and is perfectly round and looks like a little dumpling with her head sticking out. In the magic sack, she can float alongside me and we continue to fly along over the top of the forest. At some point, I start hearing some noises far below and I get nervous that we will be seen. I do my thing that sometimes works in my dreams where I make everything blank and calm inside, trying to become invisible. In this case, it does not work. And whoever is down below hooks us with a beam of energy and pulls us out of the sky. It is a witch party and I'm really scared that they are going to be pissed and think that we were spying or purposely invading their territory. We land on the ground and everything is quiet for a minute and then someone yells, hey, it's Pat McBride. And then everyone is yelling, hey, Pat, how's it going, Pat? I am not in fact Pat McBride, but try to play along anyway for me and Poozie's safety. I say, yep, that's right, it's me, Pat McBride. And then I wake up. Oh, Miel, I truly hope that Poozie is still with you. That was such a beautiful, magical adventure. And I hope that you and Poozie have many, many more adventures together, both in your dreams and in real life. Fear not, gentle listeners. Ghost Honey's Dream Machine will be right back after the break. Greetings, gentle listeners. I hope you've been doing well. I am so excited to talk to you today about my very first book. It's called Gentle Chaos, Poems, Tales, and Magic. This book is a collection of poems, images, personal stories, and vignettes that explore magic, queerness, lost history, love, and death, and the enchantment and comfort to be found in the weird, the dark, and the different. There's also pictures of teeth. The holiday season is fast approaching, and this book could make the perfect gift for the sensitive, death-obsessed weirdo in your life. And you can purchase it now wherever you buy books. Not only is there a book, but there is also a companion oracle card deck, a guided journal, and an audiobook recorded by yours truly, available wherever you listen to books. I hope you enjoy this book just as much as I do, and happy holidays from me to you. Ghost Honey's Dream Machine is dedicated to all frogs. I love how they look when they're sitting on moss, or a little log. That is just the best. Mm, I really love that stuff. 
Welcome back, gentle listeners. This next stream is from Dina, and it is short but delicious. Hi, Ghost Honey. Hi, Dina. I love your TikToks. They are so weird and so perfect. Thank you so much, Dina. Anyway, this is a reoccurring dream I've had since I was a kid. In the dream, I am always about five or six, and it always takes place on the street of my childhood home. Skeletons are chasing me and trying to get me to eat fried chicken drumsticks. I know that if I eat the chicken, I will become a skeleton too. I am running and hiding through most of the dream, but they always find me. All of my friends and neighbors get turned into skeletons. I am hiding behind a wall at the end of my street, and the skeletons find me. They get closer and closer, and just before they put the chicken in my face, I wake up. Dina, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what this dream could mean, and I don't even know what to look up to interpret for you. Uh, I, I haven't found any combination for skeletons and fried chicken. Um, but stay tuned, Dina. Maybe our friend the moon will have some more insight for you. Alrighty. Our final dream of the episode comes from Becky. I've had the same reoccurring dream since I was a child. My uncle and I are at a carnival funhouse together. I am always a child in this dream, holding his hand, as we walk towards a classic red and white striped tent festooned with lanterns that beckon us forward in the night. We are the only people there, but instinctually know what to do as we go from room to room. Eventually, we come to a dimly lit room that only contains three boxes draped in black fabric. Wordlessly, my uncle tells me to stick my hand in each box, which I do with childlike excitement. The first two are positive, but when I put my hand in the third, my fingers hit icy water with something wriggling. The fabric falls away and I see it is an aquarium with an electric eel inside. I feel a scream well up in my throat, and just as I feel its teeth hit my fingers, I wake up. It used to terrify me, but now I really appreciate the sumptuousness of the dream, the weight of the fabrics, the smell of the cedar shavings under my feet, the slick skin of the eel. Truly odd, but somewhat comforting now. Becky, I always feel like it's not necessarily the happiest dreams that I think about the most, but the most vivid dreams that I think about the most often. Like, what does it mean to dream of an electric eel in a carnival funhouse, you know? I feel like this is one of those dreams that Google can only take you so far. Um, so please take this following information with a grain of salt, because I was just curious if you could even Google what it means to dream of an eel biting you. And surprisingly, I did find an answer on dreammeaning.xyz. And they said, If the eel bites you in your dream, then this dream symbolizes that someone around you will betray you. This betrayal will not last long, and it will hurt you because it is something unexpected. 
which sounds very ominous. I mean, your uncle did take you to a, a spooky fun house and let you put your hand in a tank with an electric eel, but I wouldn't look too deeply into that meaning because maybe the dream is simply your brain's way of telling you not to put your hand in a tank that's filled with electric eels, you know? It also seems like that dream is something beautiful and weird and cinematic that your brain and imagination could have just cooked up for you, especially if you love to dream of it now. Also, that website didn't mention you know, anything about eels inside carnival funhouses. So maybe if an eel bites you inside of a carnival funhouse, it has a completely different meaning. Who's to say? Maybe we should ask our friend the moon what they think of all of your adventures through the subconscious. Hi, moon. What did you think of these dreams tonight? To succeed in life. You need three things. A wishbone, a backbone, and a funny bone. Reba McIntyre. Wait, what? I can't stop thinking about the skeletons running with fried chicken. Oh, yeah. But like, why the Reba McIntyre Never mind. Uh, what do you think that dream was about, Moon? One day, you will all join the skeleton army. And uh, I, mm, I like when skeletons do their little xylophone dance. What? Moon, you seem off tonight. What are you talking about? I... I don't know. Are you high? Astronomically speaking, yes. Higher than you could handle. Oh. Okay. I've had a long day. Oh, well, go get some rest, Moon, you big ball of cheese in the sky. Ugh. Thank you, gentle listeners. I hope you liked this collection of dreams, and if you want to submit your own, check out the dream submission form in the link in my bio across all my social medias. Until next time, sweet dreams. Ghost Honey's Dream Machine was written by me, Tyler Gesa. It was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People, who make this lovely little podcast come to life. Rachel King, Matt Sav, Chris Jacobs, Brian Rivers, Morgan Foos, and Ann Fuse. Special thanks to Barbara Jones and Mark Fisher at Outshine Talent and all of my family and friends. If you love Ghost Honey's Dream Machine, the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. And if you're an overachiever, please leave a glowing review and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at Ghost Honey on TikTok and at Tyler Gesa everywhere else to stay tuned on all Dream Machine news. And please, if you feel so inclined, go ahead and submit your own dreams at the dream submission form linked in any of my social media bios. I may include it in an upcoming episode. Bye for now.